0: When you became a manifester, when you really started tapping into your energy, part of being a manifester is this concept that if I be this version of myself, and then that will cause me to do the aligned things. And ultimately I will have the kind of success that I wanted to experience when I started this journey. So you start looking at, okay, who do I need to be? You start looking externally. like okay where are the examples of who i can be and i'm gonna be that and this starts to create the level of success that you desired now if you haven't yet created that but you have seen this in action when you've started manifesting you start to get the evidence that you are on your way to creating that level of success This is Euphoric Evolution, a podcast all about inner spiritual growth for abundance, where we bridge the spiritual into the practical, the energetic into the physical. I'm Mekosi Jezer, I'm a spiritual teacher and oracle speaker and author, and I'm passionate about catalyzing tomorrow's leaders into consciousness and transformation. So if you're a spiritual seeker and know you're called for more, Let's begin your transformation. Have you been feeling the call and know that there is something more? In this episode of Euphoric Evolution, I'm going to dive into your spiritual journey. Now, I've had it on my heart to talk about this for a while. Actually, I sat down and I initially I was going to record my entire journey and then really dive into yours because there's a lot of mirroring that's possible. However, whenever I actually sat down to record that, it took me, I don't know, it was like two hours. It had two parts to it and we had some tech issues. So I had to set that aside because I'm gonna re-record it. And it really just felt like this one still needed to come through, that I needed to record this one. So I feel like, The timing has come to talk about this because so many people have been asking me, what's really going on in my life? I thought I had this manifestation thing down. I thought I had awakened. And yet here I am unsure about what this calling that I'm feeling is. What is actually happening? So I want to start to, number one, give you some language, some orientation, some understanding around where you are on your spiritual journey, can't talk, but also to help you navigate because you are in previously uncharted territory, not completely uncharted. There have been mystics and gurus and spiritual teachers, monks, etc., who have gone through this journey before. However, where we are going as a human race really requires something different. And that something different looks like actually staying present and impactful in the 3D realm, not just going on this spiritual journey and hiding away in some cave for the rest of your life, but what is really required are conscious leaders. We will call them new earth leaders who are very grounded, who understand how to take spiritual insights, conscious expansion and apply it in real world ways. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Let's talk about where you've been. So if you are a conscious growth seeker, if you are a, a spiritual high performer, there's there's so many things that we can call you. The title doesn't really matter. If you're listening to this, there's a high likelihood that it makes sense to you. Now you likely had a challenging upbringing, whether that was filled with trauma, whether you uh, just never felt like you fit in. Maybe you had certain spiritual gifts that uh, were demonized because of your religious upbringing, or you were in spaces that were uncomfortable, that didn't fit you. And likely because of those experiences, you wanted something, something more, something different than what you grew up experiencing. And so you probably, from a very early age, had a knowing, right? So clue number one that this is you is you had a knowing from a very early age that you are not just here to work a nine to five and crawl into a hole and eventually die. That the idea of just existing, just kind of being on the hamster wheel wasn't for you. That knowing for you probably has been happening for a while, if not your entire life. However, we are from a really young age kind of indoctrinated or taught that our purpose here is to achieve, to hit a high level of success. And I'm not going to demonize that because part of that was your work here and is your work here, but wait, there's more, right? There's like a level of depth. So because of the experiences that you had in your childhood, your environment, so on and so forth, you likely saw achievement success as your way out of the pain and the trials and tribulations that you were experiencing. So this is where you likely started with the like traditional ideas of goal setting, like I'm going to go to college, I'm going to get a degree, I'm then going to get married, or I'm going to... The typical blueprint of what we think success looks like. And maybe somewhere along the way, you probably came across personal development first. The idea that actually I have inner work that needs to be done in order for me to become successful. I have to start looking at things differently than the people that I was surrounded with, because if I just follow what they said, I'm going to have the same reality or the same experiences that they had. If you just listen to your parents, for example, and what they tell you about, you have to work hard, you have to XYZ, and then you follow their blueprint, most likely you are going to have the same kind of life that they had. And that's not to say there's anything wrong with hard work. That's a whole nother topic for a whole other day, right? But the point here is that at some point you it's almost like the door opened a little bit that hey, there's something else possible for me. And usually that first door is personal development, like the traditional personal development space. All right. Now, as you're going along. On the personal development track, or maybe even you started seeing a therapist or psychologist, and you're going through the mainstream ways, at some point, you may have come across law of attraction and or manifestation, right? And this is where personal development and also the importance of your energy in creating the success that you still have the goal of, this is where you began to tap. Into your power, you shifted first. You know, growing up in the environment that you were in, you were in the victim state. You were in victim consciousness, where the level of your experience, the level of success that you can experience, so on and so forth, all of that is being determined by external circumstances, by your, by the state you grew up in, in the community that you're in, by your family upbringing. You identify heavily with what you see around yourself. And whether that's going well or bad is what is dictating how you feel about your ability to create reality. So in this state, you were and are even still sometimes because we can slip into this way of thinking. It's where we have this victim way of being that my happiness, my ability to succeed, everything is dependent on something outside of me, whether that be The government, my church, my family, so on and so forth. From there, when this door starts to open, that hey, actually, I might have an ability to experience something different than what I grew up with or what I thought was possible. And this is where you then start tapping into creator consciousness creator consciousness of like, okay, if I work hard, if I plan, if I discipline myself, then I can be a powerful creator. I can create up to a certain degree, up to a certain level. And that works up to a point. So then if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast episode, there's a very high likelihood that you are currently in what I call manifester consciousness. I actually have a consciousness quiz that you can take. And this is the most common stage of consciousness that people find me in is manifest your consciousness. This is where I also find a lot of manifestation teachers, a lot of people in human design, energetics in general, law of attraction, maybe you saw the secret, so on and so forth. This is where the concept that you can manifest, meaning it wasn't just the actions, like creator consciousness, so much of that is about if I do these actions, if I do the right action, it will give me a certain result. You had so many experiences where like you were doing the right thing, the quote unquote right thing. And maybe it worked (laughs) and maybe it didn't. So you started to become aware that there was something else at play. This is where the understanding of, oh wait, my energy is affecting reality starts to come into play. And at first, when you start to have this awakening, this is also where a lot of people start to have an actual awakening, like that shift from creator to manifester. This is where spiritual awakening happens. So if you are like, I already experienced a spiritual awakening, you awakened to the fact that you are a manifester. So, and that can be challenging to wake up to, by the way, it's not just like an easy, ah, I just came to this realization, but it can, because we start to have this understanding that there's an energy at play, that there's something beyond what we can touch and feel. And it's so much more vast. There's so much more that is intangible than is tangible. There's so much more that is spiritual, right, than physical. So, this does lend itself to create perspective of kind of being airy, (laughs) kind of being so focused on energy that we screw being human, right? I wanna be this limitless version of me. And that can only get us so far because we chose to be human. We wanted to be human for a reason. You wanted to be human. There's a perfection in being an imperfect human being. But there's a lot, I mean I feel like I could do a whole episode just on the traps (laughs) in the manifestor stage. By the way, let me know if you'd like a video of that because a video, geez, a podcast episode on that, because there are so many when you are in the manifester phase. And this is the longest phase at least from my perspective because the shift to the next phase is quite quite the challenge. Um, but challenges are good. When you became a manifester, when you really started tapping into your energy, part of being a manifester is this concept that if I be this version of myself, and then that will cause me to do the aligned things. And ultimately I will have the kind of success that I wanted to experience when I started this journey. So you start looking at, okay, who do I need to be? You start looking externally at like, okay, where are the examples of who I can be? And I'm going to be that. And this starts to create the level of success that you desired. Now, if you haven't yet created that, But you have seen this in action. When you've started manifesting, you start to get the evidence that you are on your way to creating that level of success. Now, a lot of my clients have come after they've created the success, but it doesn't matter whether you are on your way to creating that success or have already created it because the amount of time spent at this stage is just, it's going to vary for some people. Some people are going to spend their entire life in this phase and that's okay. However, this really, this conversation is really for those who are called to the next level, the next level of consciousness, the next paradigm that's coming in. So we've seen a lot, there was like this wave of spiritual teachers who showed up. And many of them either are elders now or have transitioned fairly recently because they're transitioning to make way for this new paradigm that is ultimately going to be the, the goal is for it to be the primary frequency on this planet. But there are certain leaders, way showers, who are feeling the call right now to step into this next paradigm. So what's very interesting if you are feeling that call, number one, is that At first, actually things can be quite good on the surface, but then you can start to have this existential feeling that you are called to more, but it's difficult to understand, well, what is that more that I'm called to when I'm a manifester? I know I can manifest um, whatever I put my mind to, but there's an unknown. This is an unknown calling where before maybe you were like, I feel like I'm called to live this specific life, this very successful life. However, at this phase, the invitation starts to be about an unknown. And at first you ignore it because you don't want to jeopardize what you have created. You don't want to lose the relationships that you've built, the business that you built, or the success that you've built. You don't want to lose the clout The respect, the authority, et cetera, that you've built over time. And because along with this feeling, there's this knowing that there are aspects of you that need to die so that you can now step into and unlock your true potential. Now, this is where someone like me comes in into your life. It could be me, it could be someone that you just happen across. It doesn't have to be me, but there are some of us in this world who. Are playing this very specific role. This is the role of, if you think about like the hero's journey, if you're familiar with that at all, in the hero's journey, the hero has, he comes across his first mentor, his first mentor. And that first mentor takes him to like, okay, this is how you train yourself and this is how you get to this level of success. And then in the story, there's a very different type of being. And this being is really a catalyst and this catalyst before the hero, you go into like these final trials, goes into the liminal space. This being is there to challenge and really present a different way of being, completely different way of being, because to navigate on this plane is one thing, but then to step into Your highest potential is a very different way of being. So if we look at this from an energetic perspective, it's like up through the manifestor stage, much of it is still, we're very much using our yang energy, our yang way of being. We plan, we create ceremony and so on and so forth. This is a surrendered way of being, a surrendered way of being. I know so many leaders hate this term, surrender, because the idea is like, oh, if I surrender, that means I give up or I do nothing. And that's not at all what I'm talking about. This next phase, which is now where you start moving into really being a channel, being the channel, consciousness, is about... A both and paradigm. It is about active inaction or inactive action. It's a very paradoxical state of being. And I was sharing with a member of my team that this is really like this moment when you have been having the calling and you finally answer it and hopefully you answer it before everything is like fallen apart in your life because eventually if we don't grow, we die. There's no just maintaining on this plane. We're either growing or we're dying. So if we don't volunteer to let go of certain aspects of ourselves, then our own higher self will create the experiences to kill off (laughs) those versions of self eventually. I know that sounds really scary, but it actually isn't as scary as our mind Makes it be because we have so much fear about what it means. So much of that fear is about, oh, if I lose all of my money, if I lose all of my family and all of my friends and so on and so forth, what will that mean? And I can't promise that some of the things that you're attached to won't fall away. However, what I have seen and what I do know for sure is that what comes in will be aligned and also will be fulfilling, will be expansive, will be so much more abundant than what you could have even dreamed possible with the attachments that you have. That just is what it is. Anyway, back to what I was saying about this phase. I'm gonna call this the initiation because really, that's what this is. I was talking with some of my royals about this and I'm like, I need to, you all don't realize you're in an initiation. And this initiation, you can imagine, When you step into this space, this initiation is almost like a labyrinth. If you're not familiar with what a labyrinth is, so there's a maze, okay? It's kind of like a maze, except a labyrinth has the ability to change. So it's not the same for everyone. There's not a cookie cutter way to navigate the maze. And if you just follow this direct path, you get out of the maze. No, this is a labyrinth. (laughs) <laughs> and someone like myself, certain spiritual teachers, we are keepers of the labyrinth. We understand the rules and structures of how the labyrinth works. So this labyrinth that you step into, which is your life, by the way, works to show you in real time through real experiences, real challenges and obstacles, it shapes itself around the beliefs that you have, and more importantly, who you think you are. Because the entire intention of the initiation is to initiate into yourself. It's not to initiate into a specific title, or initiate into to become something other. <laughs> it's an initiation into yourself, into the embodiment Of your highest self on this plane, so that you, in real life, in real tangible ways, are creating increased capabilities to embody more and more of yourself. So, the way that we do this, the way that this happens is through expanding your consciousness, and it's a deconditioning or reconditioning, reprogramming process. Now there are, there is short term, like learn some information that can be helpful to gain some knowledge about what's happening. But more importantly, what's the most important thing during this period is long-term mentorship. I know this is not the sexy thing to say. It's not like people I know want a weekend workshop they want a weekend workshop of like, oh, I want to become a psychic. So I'm going to take a weekend workshop. This is not that. This is a process that unfolds over many years. And I've seen people make the mistake where they come across this information. They're like, oh, I have this immediate problem in my life. I'm going to use this to break through this plateau or break through to my next level. And then they do end up doing that. And then they're like, all right, I'm done on to the next thing. Because shiny ball syndrome. And what happens is you don't get very far. And that feeling, that experience still persists because that was a step that was like this much on the entire journey. So how long does initiation last? I can't say. I can say for sure when I've seen people go through this process without support, I've seen it take very, very, very long amounts of time. And I've seen much more significant progress happen when someone has consistent support in expanding consciousness on a personal individual level. So not just like an overarching, what are all the beliefs that you could have about this topic? And then you identify yourself, you make a little bit of progress. No, it's in real time. Where are we seeing your unique limited identity showing up? And how can we expand your awareness so that you can accept and embody more of your essence? I know that we're talking about something that sounds so woo, but this is very, very like very real, very practical. If you see yourself in a very limited way, you will only experience reality up to that limitation. So we want you to tap into more of your limitlessness and embody more of that. It requires learning a different way of being. So the beauty of what happens after initiation, like that's where it really starts to get fun because then you recognize your limitlessness. Then you are able to utilize the tools, resources, etc. that you've built. And this is where you're now able to create conscious change. Now, let me be careful because it doesn't only happen after initiation. Like while you are in that initiatic process, you are still having an impact and still making change. But when it comes to like your highest calling, you self-actualizing into your highest self in this life, and then transcending that, that's what we're really talking about here. When you get to that, which so few people get to, but it's really exciting when I get to work with people who are in that level, then we get to literally do things that previously were impossible. Things that not only you thought were impossible, but that people would think is impossible. So with all of that said, if you know that this is you, if you resonate with the content that I've just shared, if you know that this is the journey that you're on, I am going to invite you to apply to work with us because euphoric evolution is a methodology that I've trained my team in and that I also use myself, which is a process for step-by-step evolution through your initiation. It is an initiation back into yourself, And also getting to experience and expand your capacity for abundance in all its forms while you are in the process. It's not a process of like, okay, I just need to fix myself. I just need to heal. And if I finally heal, then someday, one day I'll be able to experience and expand abundance. No, it's while you are in the process, you're getting to expand your abundance while you do it. (laughs) Anyways, you can apply directly at theroyalshaman.com and I cannot wait to get to know you and really get to support you in your expanded consciousness. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Euphoric Evolution. If you found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Be sure to share with someone you care about if you know they'll also find value in this episode. You can also visit theroyalshaman.com to take my free consciousness quiz, where you'll uncover your current stage of consciousness, identify your current blockages, and define which steps you can take next to align with your highest potential. You can also see the show notes to find our socials. In euphoria...